I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Every Saturday, we'll get you some help, like from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Good to hear from you Hi, again. Dan. Well, thank you, Denny. It's good to hear from you, too. It's been a while, and I it's it's very hard to believe. I think the last time we were in studio together was it March, February, or March? Yeah, almost a year. Isn't that crazy? Oh, it is. It is crazy. However, how do you look? How do you look? Have you changed at all? <laughs> no, but I I never thought I never thought I'd be a thing. I was telling my son Tony, you know, how often have you said, "Well, I'm going to run to the grocery store," and you're in sweatpants and a, and, a, and a hoodie, and you couldn't wait to get home till to a more comfortable pair of sweatpants and a hoodie. Yeah. Uh, how I things know. have changed. But, uh, yes, things, things are okay. Life, uh, life is good. But it's, it's uh, still kind of scary out there. But, and we are expecting some snow, as you heard Al mention. So I would imagine you and your troops there at Lloyd's may be doing a little plowing by tomorrow sometime before well, Monday that's- comes. Yeah, that's one of the downsides of of this is uh you know I'm not a, I'm a snow lover as you know Denny because yes. I love to ski but that's in Colorado. I in Minnesota when it snows for me it's a lot of work because we have to deal with all the cars that are here, brush them off and yeah. move them around and plow all the snow and so for me it's it's a very big job every time it snows and you know, it's it's extra work for everybody because we have to come in after hours and and take care of it all, and the whole team shows up. So, uh, it's That's a big good. job. Well, your job, as you know, every Saturday uh, here on CCO, thanks to Nick for helping out too, uh, is to uh, help our listeners. If you have any kind of a car, uh, truck, van problem, question, and we are already getting uh, some text messages. But if you want to call in your question for Dan, by all means, it's the same same number six five one nine eight nine. Nine two two six. Here's one that came in early this morning, Dan. And then we'll pick up on some we missed last week. Um, uh, look, the, the texture says they're looking to buy a used truck to pull the boat. Every truck this texture has seen has major miles for a premium price. And uh, the question is, are truck engines that good to warrant premium prices? Never had that question before. Well, that's actually a very good question because. Uh, I have found in my experience that trucks uh, do maintain a premium price and they're expensive and they're high dollar. And and quite honestly, some of them are, uh, you know, have rust and things going on and they're still asking a lot of money for them and they're getting it. So 
makes me wonder if if a, a new truck is a is a good idea and a good value because boy they they sure hold their value compared with other vehicles. So uh, I'm not surprised by that question at all, that that they're shocked at how premium the prices are on used trucks, because I have found that too. Hmm, Interesting question. Thank you for that. And keep in mind that Dan's going to be with us for just about another half hour. So if you have a car care question, don't wait. We don't want to run out of time. We'd like to help you out either by phone or by text, 651-989-9226. All right, let's uh, grab another uh, text here. Uh, it says, hi, I have a 2017 GMC Crew Cab, 42,000 miles, and I've noticed that when slowing down to stop, it makes a clunk noise in the transmission, which seems like it's dropping a gear, but it's quite loud. Uh, is, is there, a question is, is there a recall on this? I've heard it's been an issue for certain year makes of GM I know I have a 100,000-mile warranty, but I hear the new pickups is only a 60,000-mile warranty. That text. What well, do you think, you, Dan? Yeah. Well, I don't know about the service bulletin or the recall on that. I don't have access to that stuff right right on, you know, in front of me. Uh, it could be, and it also could be that a loud, pretty significant clunk is not coming from the transmission, too. So I think that's the other thing that I would explore is, uh, is it something else that's making that cl- that clunk when the transmission is downshifting? Because there's an awful lot involved, an awful lot in, uh, going on in the drivetrain uh, that could also be causing that clunk. But, but that, uh, that could very well be that, that there is a, that is, that, that is a known problem on the transmission and that there is a recall form or, or at least a service bulletin that includes a repair uh, for the process, and sometimes that means replacing the transmission. Um, but uh, but that certainly would be worth doing some research on process, and sometimes that means replacing the transmission. Um, but uh, but that certainly would be worth doing some research on and finding out if that's true. So that's that that's doable for uh, for those of us who own own cars, trucks, or vans is to check that out. Online. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Check it out online, or even call the dealership. The, you know, call the call okay. the manufacturer of the dealership and where you bought the vehicle, and and uh, you know, find out exactly what the warranty is. I, oftentimes, Denny, when <clears throat> something like this is going on, if it's a common problem, if you call the service writer, they'll know exactly what you're talking about and exactly what it needs to be done in the process, even before the technician looks at it. Because they just because they've seen so many of them, and so uh, there's a good chance that they'll know just what you're talking about. So it certainly would warrant a phone call. All right, very good. We need to take a quick break, Dan. When we come back, uh, we'll uh, pick up on uh, more text questions. If you want to call in your car care question, keep in mind Dan Dan will leave us about seven forty five. So don't wait. Six five one nine eight nine. 9226 is the text number. It's also the phone number. 15 degrees right now in the Twin Cities. Snow on the way. Maybe an inch today. Maybe three to five overnight. You stay with us here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our car care show. Denny Long here with Dan Burns, ASE certified technician. You'll find him at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Exactly where are you guys looking? Well, I know, but tell everybody else. 
Well, thanks for asking. <clears throat> we are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria uh, on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call as soon as this morning, 651-228-1316. Very good. We'll get you Dan's number before he leaves us, which is going to be about 745 this morning. So if you have a car care question, call it in or text it in. Same number, 651 651- Nine eight nine nine two two six. Speaking of phones, Dan, I think Pat's calling in from Bram uh, this morning. Pat, thanks for waiting. What is your question for Dan? Okay, I had my brother's Dodge Ram pickup, but I do not know what year it is. Um, he says it has two tanks in it, and the gas gauge doesn't work. How costly is that to get it fixed? He's in Arizona, and he's letting me use it because he wanted to store it here this winter. So I want to fix that for him. So I'm just wondering... How expensive a job am I looking at? Well, you know, it, it depends um, why the uh, gas gauge isn't working. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how that's wired, but I suspect that there's a sending unit in each of the two tanks. And so if when you switch it between the two tanks, the gauge still does not work, it would surprise me if both sending units are bad. So that would make me think more it's in the wiring or in the gauge uh, on the dash itself. Um, and I have no idea what any of that would cost because there's just way too many possibilities as to what could be wrong with it. One thing that I can tell you is that if you wanted to bring it in and have it diagnosed, I'll bet you would spend between 100 and $150 to figure out what's going on with it and why the gauges aren't working and what they would do is one thing that they can do is hook up uh, their um, our computer to your vehicle and and read what the you know that there's different ways of checking uh, different components and we can eliminate some of the components in the process of checking it through the computer and uh, by doing so we can eliminate you know things that might work might still work things that are not working and zero in on something. But I wonder if the problem is in the dash itself, and uh, and uh, it may, that may need to be taken out of the vehicle and sent in for repair. But I think uh, it might be a nice gesture at least to get it analyzed, to see see yeah. what they think for that, uh, for that money. All right, thanks, Pat. Appreciate that. Good luck with that. Uh, I promised a, a listener who was originally from Roseville, Minnesota, who tried to get in here last uh, last Saturday, who listens, picking up the show in Kansas, uh, says this, my engine light, check engine light, was on my 2011 Ford Fusion. The manual says it was an emission system thing. I need to get checked. This has been on for about a month and a half, and of course I work from home now with the pandemic, so I didn't really think it was a driving issue. Two days ago, the lights went off. So what does that mean? Something adjusted itself, or is there something I still need to get checked on? Thank you for that. Yeah, well, that's a good question. And my advice would be wait until the check engine light comes on again. What happened was your uh, your emission system and, and what the emission system is or the evaporative system, perhaps, um, there, there's ways that the vehicle does self-tests to be sure that that stuff's all working. And uh, if something's not working, 
if it fails a test, it will turn on your check engine light. And uh, then if you continue driving it for a little while and it does the test one or two more times, and this time the test passes, then, uh, then, you know, it'll, it'll shut the light off. So I would wait and see if the light comes back on. If the light comes back on, you'll need to bring it in and have it checked. One example of, of something that could cause that to happen is uh, if you have, for example, a catalytic converter that's right on the edge of efficiency uh, and, you know, you know, and not doing a good job where uh, under certain conditions, it, it, when it does a self-test, it passes the test. But then uh, over a period of time, at some point, it, it's not happy with the results because they're right on the edge. And then it will uh, it will turn the check engine light on. So anyway, wait for the light to come back on. When the light comes back on, have the vehicle or bring the vehicle in and have it checked. And they'll be able to know exactly what to do about repairing that. Very good. Uh, here's a text, Dan. It says, a good friend of mine uh, bought a uh, 2013 Honda CRV. Is there anything they could do for maintenance on that CVT transmission? Well, yes, you should do exactly what the manufacturer recommends. And there probably is a drain and refill uh, procedure on that at certain mileage. Uh, and that should certainly be done. If it has not been done or if you don't have the records uh, and it's passed the first due date, then you should take it in and have that done. Honda's pretty uh, pretty sticky on changing all of their fluids on transmission and differential and transfer case and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it's, and we've found that it's very important to do those. And and also, if you do those, uh, that's the cheapest way to maintain your vehicle because then you don't end up with repairs that are very expensive. So. Um, not just on Hondas, but on any vehicle, do the maintenance services that the manufacturer recommend recommends, and, and that will be the cheapest way for you to get through life with a vehicle. Uh, this was an addendum I see later that Texter sent in that this uh, particular uh, Honda has 80,000 miles on it. So there you go. Right. So if it, if it has not been changed or if you don't know if it's been changed, that's beyond the mileage that it should have first been done, so you should do that. I know we have to take a bottom-of-the-hour break. Uh, keep in mind, Dan, will be leaving us about 7.45 this morning. We'll have a look at that forecast, that snowy forecast, and I might mention, too, that if you have not heard, uh, Larry King has passed away at the age of 87. We'll have further details on Larry King's passing on CBS News at the top of the hour. Stay with us here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Denny Long here, along with uh, ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Dan, we have a bunch of text uh, questions that uh, maybe we could uh, do a little lightning round here before you take your leave. So let's see. Who's first? Uh, Can old spark plugs and spark plug wires affect the way the transmission shifts? How often should you replace the wires is the question. Well, um Spark plugs and spark plug wires should be changed on a regular maintenance schedule. Um, and, I, you know, all vehicles are different. There, there aren't very many vehicles that have spark plug wires anymore. Uh, that's that's uh, 
uh, you know, kind of a, a, a technology that's gone by the wayside. But at any rate, they should be changed on a regular maintenance uh, schedule, uh, whatever the manufacturer recommends. And to answer the question about the transmission, will it affect the way the transmission shifts? Uh, my answer to that is it may, but more likely if you have a, an engine that's misfiring, uh, it can sometimes feel like the transmission is shifting, uh, is, is shifting funny, but, but really it's the engine that's misfiring. So uh, I'm not sure that it's the transmission that's shifting funny. Uh, more likely you're feeling the misfire in the engine. And if indeed you are uh, feeling a misfire in the engine, you should absolutely change the spark plugs and spark plug wires because uh, that could very well be what's causing it. Yeah, interesting. Here's a 2014 Jeep uh, Grand Cherokee, 105,000 miles. The Jeep dealer, Texter, says, uh, says my front dr- uh, driver's side strut is leaking. Question is, do I have to replace both struts now? The Jeep uh, seems to drive fine with no obvious uh, problems. Yeah, you should, yes. In the short term, it's fine. Uh, It did not just start leaking today. It's been leaking for a while, and, and, you know, you didn't know it. Somebody just happened to see it now. So uh, it does not happen or need to be fixed today or tomorrow. But, yes, it does need to be replaced, and when you do that, you do need to replace both of them. You can't replace just one. Okay. Uh, good morning, this texter says. My son's Honda Civic's tires are sunk into ice on a side street. He is stuck. There is a metal tow loop in the back of the car under the rear bumper. Any advice on trying to pull it out using a nylon tow strap? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. You're going <laughs> to... That's... Uh... I would do some chipping and and uh, some and maybe put some salt around them or whatever. But if it's if it's significantly frozen, where the car won't get itself out of the hole, then I think you need to get it freed a little bit. Don't just use more force uh, pulling on it because I'm afraid you're going to break something. Yeah. So, uh, if the car won't get itself out. Don't give it more power. Uh, just uh, just do something to get the ice away from the wheel and then uh, let the car pull itself out. Wow. All right, let's see who's next here. 2014 Chevrolet Malibu. The defrost vent stopped opening. All the other vents worked properly except for the defrost vent. What could be the problem? Well, that system is controlled with a bunch of little servo motors that move doors and that's how it controls where the air blows and how warm the air blows with these little electric motors. If you're in my shop, I can hook up my uh, my computer to your car and watch all those motors move and know if one of them is moving or not. Uh, and in fact, if one of them isn't moving properly, there might be a, a, a diagnostic code stored in the heating and air conditioning computer. Um, but at any rate, it's not moving like it's supposed to, and somebody's going to need to determine why either that little electric motor has failed and it's not moving, or uh, it's trying or it is moving, and the uh, plastic door inside the heater box has broken. And if that's the case, that would need to be fixed too. But uh, I guess long answer or the short answer would be if you bring that in, somebody will very quickly be able to determine what's causing the problem and know what to do to fix it. Okay. 
Dan, we have a couple minutes to go. Here's a 2003 GMC Envoy. Just the past day or so, the texter says the truck sputters, especially when I start it and when I'm driving. Uh, it doesn't respond normally until, it seems, till the truck warms up, has 250,000 miles on it. It's had a good run. Is it worth fixing? Well, I, yeah. One of the first questions uh, uh, today was that trucks really retain their value. <laughs> so it's probably worth more than you think that it is, even though it's got 250,000 miles on it. But uh, at any rate, I would certainly would take a run at it, a first round, and and see if uh, maybe for not too much money uh, you can get it fixed. Maybe it's just some tune-up related stuff that uh, wouldn't cost too much. And uh, so I think it's certainly worth exploring the possibility of, of uh, having it diagnosed and uh, getting a good estimate on what it would cost to repair it. Let's do a real quick one, quick question, quick answer. Here is a 2019 GMC half-ton anti-slip rear end, 38,000 miles. When backing up and shifting it to drive, there's often a lag on the transmission rear end engaging to go forward. Dealer says it's not an issue. Uh, should I be concerned or push back on the dealer? No, I agree with that, that, that it probably is not a concern. It's probably just a, you know, it, when, you tr- when you shift from forward to reverse or from one gear to another, uh, there's solenoids and things in the transmission that move. And the reason that they move is because they redirect fluid into different uh, spots. And, and and that takes a little bit of time for that to happen. Mm. So uh, okay. if the dealer, if, they, if there's no code stored in the transmission, and I'm sure they check for that, and uh, if that's the only symptoms you're experiencing, I think that's probably normal and fine. Dan, we have to run. Thank you so much for your help as usual. How do we get in touch with you guys at Deloitte? Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give a call uh, as soon as this morning at 651-228-1316. Excellent. Thanks again for your good help as usual, Dan. Let's talk next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Danny. You bet. Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive. Jack Farrell is next here in CCO. Then get those lawn and garden questions ready for the Smart Garden Show. Stay with us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.